So the perception of CBD oil as a wonder drug for pain management and other things seems to be growing every day. But what do we really know about this? And is it right for you? Should you even consider this? So we're going to talk with Dr. Igor Koterbash, co-director at the Center for Dietary Supplements Research at the University of Arkansas Medical Sciences. And we're going to learn more about CBD oil. This is UAMS Health Talk from the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Koderbash, thank you so much for your time. This is a really interesting topic. So first off, what is CBD oil? Uh, well, that's a very interesting question. Uh, probably first we need to start what CBD is and then what CBD oil. Uh, so CBD itself is the non-psychoactive component of the cannabis sativa plant. Uh, you know, so there's a, uh, the THC or tetrahydrocannabinol, which is uh, the psychoactive, right? And CBD or cannabidiol is a non-psychoactive component of it. Uh, usually it's being delivered in the form of oil, and uh, usually it's being delivered in, uh, together with in, in a, together with the sesame oil, which is being used as a vehicle, right? So cannabidiol itself is not really an oil; it's just being delivered uh, in a form of oil. So do you rub it over the affected area? Usually, actually, this is drops. Okay. So that they are orally ingested. Okay, so it's drops, and what do you do? You drop them in some water or something? Uh, no, you, usually they go with a sublingual, so you actually put several drops in your mouth. But there are also there are some creams now being also developed uh, with CBD, and they have a little bit different. Right. right. So this oil, I mean, the, the big question is, does it get you high? So cannabidiol itself is believed not to make you high, right? It's considered as a non-psychoactive component. That said, uh, when you extract cannabidiol from cannabis sativa plant, right, you're always facing some levels of tetrahydrocannabidiol, THC, which makes you high, right? Uh, currently, uh, mm-hmm. when there is no current good manufacturer practices for uh, for, for cannabidiol, uh, the majority of the products that on the market contain THC from small amounts to some substantial amount. And uh, when uh, our colleagues at National Center uh, for Natural Product Research at Ole Miss Oxford, uh, they did some analysis of the product. Some of them contain up to 45% THC, which is enough to make you really very high. So in mm, other words, when right. you buy a CBD product, you always have to remember that there is a substantial chance you may fail the drug test. So a lot depends on the manufacturer, it sounds like. So is this legal in Arkansas? Yes and no. It is this kind of a gray area, I would say, right? It certainly depends on uh, how how you sell it. Uh, CBD can uh, CBD initially uh, has been approved uh, by FDA in the form of a drug called the Pedialex. Um, so if you sell it as a drug, right, if you, you need first to seek the uh, FDA approval. Uh, uh, FDA clearly stated that CBD cannot be sold as a dietary supplement. Uh, so when you buy a CBD, which is with the label of dietary supplement, it's certainly uh, it's been illegally sold. Uh, if you are selling CBD, you are not allowed to make any claims like uh, uh, that to cure cancer, arthritis, uh, you know, and, and any other disorder it's been now touted uh, to be helpful for. So should you check with your doctor first before starting to 
take CBD oil on your own? Uh, it is clearly a, a great idea to talk to your doctor before you take any medication or anything you take, right? And uh, you definitely, if you decide to take a CBD oil, it is, uh, first of all, you need to talk to your doctor about it and hear what doctor says about it. Second, doctors need to know about it because CBD has a very high potential to interact with other drugs. That means that it can either negate the positive effects of your drug, so your drug is not going to work, or it can actually make the drug work uh, even stronger or increase its toxicity or negative side effects of the drug. And certainly the doctors need to be aware if you have some prescription drugs and you want to take CBD, it's very important to uh, let the doctor know about it. So we hear about CBD oil being used for pain management. What are some of the other conditions someone may use CBD oil for? To my knowledge, uh, the uh, effectiveness of cannabidiol has been shown in treatment of some uh, therapy refractant uh, forms of epilepsy. It's a pediatric uh, syndrome, like interval syndrome. Uh, these are severe uh, forms of epilepsy that uh, are resistant to conventional therapy. But uh, Epidiolex, the drug which is based primarily on cannabidiol, has shown uh, very promising results. To my knowledge, this is the only uh, one purpose where uh, effectiveness of cannabidiol has been proven, including clinical trials. There is no other purposes um, uh, or health, positive health effects that have been convincingly demonstrated in terms of for, for, for cannabidiol. Okay, that's really good to know. But for sure, we know that there has been tests and it does prove uh, valuable for the treatment of epilepsy. So now you're a researcher, Dr. Coderbush. Can you talk about some of the interesting things your research has found with CBD oil treatment? Yes. So we did a number of studies and we continue to show those studies using the animal models, right? Because technically before you try to uh, give something to people, you need to make sure that uh, this uh, uh, drugs or the supplements or whatever we're going to call CBDs are uh, not only effective but also safe. And so we conducted a set of studies, first of all, looking at toxicity of CBD, right? In other words, whether it can uh, cause negative negative health effects, because all those claims are, uh, you know, that CBD is non-toxic, and even at high doses, it's, it's, it's been safe. What we have found that no, CBD uh, is not safe, uh, especially it may hamper your liver health. And if you will look at the label of a drug, Epidiolex, that was developed uh, to treat epilepsy, uh, it has in the very large letters on a label, it says uh, warning uh, potential for severe liver injury, right? So you need to monitor your liver health. Uh, and uh, according to clinical trials, 5 to 20% of study participants uh, develop elevation of liver enzymes, suggesting that there is that this, uh, that. Um, liver has been negatively affected. Uh, we saw the same in animal models. In, in mice, uh, we investigated the kind of like a mar margins uh, of uh, at, at which doses you start seeing toxicity. Uh, certainly, the very big question is um, uh, the chronic low-dose exposure, right? When you give one time, your liver, you know, can be very forgiving. When you start using lower doses, but for a long time, uh, no one knows. And this is one of the... Um, 
major interest in our lab actually looking at the uh, effects of the prolonged low dose exposure to cannabidiol. Uh, we're also looking to the drug interaction potential as we saw that cannabidiol can interact with many drugs, and we have recently published a study showing that co-administration of cannabidiol and acetaminophen, which is major uh, liver toxicant known to all the drugs known, uh, that co-administration of cannabidiol and acetaminophen uh, can uh, result in liver injury. So such things are uh, you know, really very important to know because uh, cannabidiol is being used for pain management, for example, right? And, and you know, acetaminophen is present in like a Tylenol, right? Or once again, a drug that actually being used for pain management, right? So we have to be very careful uh, uh, when uh, co-administering cannabidiol with other drugs. Well, that is really important information. We just don't know about the drug interactions yet and the effect it'll have on potentially someone's liver. And as you say, we don't even know Yet, if this is really right for pain management, although a lot of people are flocking to it to help them with pain management, the only thing we know for sure is is that it has shown to help epilepsy. So really good information, Doctor. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Sure. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And for more information, just visit UAMSHealth.com. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. And check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is UAMS Health Talk. Thanks for listening.